after months of will they, won't they, it was finally confirmed this weekend that Prince Harry will go to the ball and attend his dad's coronation on the 6th of May. You know when they don't tell you something and then they scream in your ear, pause! Uh, whilst Meghan will bow out and stay stateside with the kids. Honestly, whoever's putting this together deserves axing. And it's now also been revealed that Harry agreed to attend after holding heart-to-heart -heart peace talks with Daddy, where there was a willingness and a wanting to mend on both sides. However, unfortunately, the same cannot be said for his brother William, with sources telling us that the pair are at a right royal stalemate with no time uh, spare. See what I did there? for the pair to even have a cheeky chinwag on the big day. And this comes after reports that Camilla was also very hurt after being branded dangerous by Prince Harry. Oh, and Fergie's apparent coronation strub is because she's a royal embarrassment. It's all kicking off, isn't it, ahead of the coronation. Now, uh, there's only two people that you would go to in this situation, and you'll know this from JK Live over the last few months. Royal commentator Emily Andrews is dating us with her presence having been on holiday for about a year. And live from <laughs> LA, host of the To Die For Daily podcast, Kenzie Schofield. How are we, ladies? Love the new set, JK. We're good, thanks, JK. Very much looking forward to meeting Kinsey in person. The countdown, forget the coronation, the countdown is on. Kinsey is coming to London. She is coming to London. I've paid for her flight. She's getting very organised and everything's good. She doesn't She doesn't accept that, but it's true. Can I start with you, Emily, because it's been so long, I don't know where you've been. Uh, apparently, Harry spent weeks talking to Charles, bartering about where he was going to sit and all that sort of stuff, or we were guessing, I don't know. Um... Big stuff about a willingness on both sides to sort of bury the hatchet. But lots of sources saying that William, very, very angry, doesn't want anything to do with him. Um, right, wrong, good look, what do you make of it all? Well, we'll take the Charles part first. Whilst I think it's really positive that there are green shoots of reconciliation, I don't think we should think that Harry's gone down on bended knee on the phone and apologised to... Hello, Pa, I'm so sorry for everything I said. That hasn't happened. What has happened is that Charles and Harry had a conversation about Charles inviting him to the coronation and Harry graciously accepted. This was after his people had spoken to Buckingham Palace's people about what the event would entail, security at Westminster Abbey. There's been some reporting that Harry was unhappy about where he may or may not be seated. Other people have reported, no, that's completely wrong. But I think the core thing to take away is that it's really good that Charles and Harry have spoken. But royal sources have also said that there's no kind of real time at the coronation for any kind of make-up chat, which, of course, takes us on to William. And it's definitely true to say everything that I've been told, Harry and William haven't spoken since the Queen's funeral. And, frankly, William doesn't want to speak to his brother. Kenzie, to bring you in on this, there's two sides to, to, the, to the William argument. Some people are saying, look, he's going to be the future king, you've got to be above such things, he should issue an olive branch. The other side, which I absolutely stand full square behind, is why would you spend time with your brother when every single private conversation will probably end up on another Netflix show or in a book? Yeah, no, that's those are those are great points, but I'm with you. I think that I side with William here and I don't know how it's being received in in the UK, 
But here in the States, Harry and Meghan have almost hijacked the legacy of Princess Diana. And it has become something that they hide behind. And I've noticed Prince William talking a lot more about Diana leading up to the coronation, which surprised me because you think that that might be something mm -hmm. that they would try to avoid on such a historic day for the king. But I almost <laughs> wonder if it's William trying to say, hey, she's my mother too. I think that there is a deep, deep betrayal felt here. Yep. And I, I understand and, and I kind of agree with Prince William. I would distance myself for as long as it took me to, but, you know, before I trusted my brother again. It's quite interesting. I was going to tell you this. I was on a train from Newcastle to London today. I met a couple from Minneapolis who wanted to visit Scotland. I know it's ridiculous. And the first thing he said to me was, why do you like make of Meghan? We don't like her at all. There, there's definitely that feat. It was a terrible accent. Uh, em, um, on a serious note, um, there's also Camilla. And we know the red line for Prince Charles is if you have a go. I mean, he's got the way with her being queen. Uh, apparently, um, you know, it, I, can't, I can't see that working either. Can you, Harry and her? I really can't. You get the feeling that he's going to fly in, do it and fly straight back out. So what's the point? Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. It's a very brief, fleeting visit. He's literally going to come in, you know, to the Westminster Abbey. He's going to walk to his seat. He's going to sit there looking beautiful, hopefully not glaring at everybody else in the press too much. And then he's going to go back home to LA because with the time difference, he hopes to apparently make it back in time for Archie's birthday because it is Archie's fourth birthday and that's of course the reason why Megan has said that she's not coming. I think that why is he coming? Well I think actually it's really important that he comes. He's coming because his father wants him to. You make a good point about Camilla. She, he is going to watch the other woman, the woman who he hated, the woman that he warned his father not to marry, as you recall he wrote it in spare, crowned queen instead of his mother. And so I don't think there's going to be any time for any chat, frankly, between him and Camilla. But I've met Camilla several times. I actually really like her. She's very down to earth. She's very jolly. Mm. She's got a great sense of humour. Friends this weekend have spoken out and said that, yes, she was hurt by what Harry had said, branding her, you know, the wicked stepmother, the villain of the piece. People, you know, Harry effectively was sacrificed on her PR altar. But... There's no drama. She understands that, you know, families don't get on. She's just in a forgiving mood. It's it's really it's interesting. Very good I, PR. There's a reason I'm going back to the couple on the train from Minneapolis, Kinsey, because this is absolutely true. So they said all that they said about Meghan. Out of the lady's mouth, Susan, she said, but I will never, ever, ever be able to, uh, to accept Camilla. She was the other woman. That is fundamentally wrong. That goes against everything I feel. Now, interestingly, in the, in the UK, I feel like she's got her head down and she's got respect, as Emily pointed out. But there are obviously people who will never accept her. Um, I think, for me, um, Harry has a very difficult job on his hands, and we spoke last week, didn't we? You'd expect his wife and come, to come and support him, but he's going to be there on his own throughout this. It's going to be quite tortuous for him, but there you go. You reap what you sow, right? Well, and just to jump off of what Emily said, I think that Camilla is tough and strong, and she dealt with way worse than Prince Harry's words in his book that involved his wiener eight times. She dealt with Diana. Diana who called her the Rottweiler. And you know I love Diana. My podcast is about Diana. Um, but, you know, 
Camilla has dealt with worse than Prince Harry's words, and it was on the tail end of Harry and Meghan looking um, very resentful, very vengeful. Um, so I do think that some people, most people take what he said with a grain of salt, but you're absolutely right about Americans. Most than not tell me that they don't like Camilla, and that's because her rehabilitation happened primarily in the UK and not in the USA. We don't see a lot of, of her or hear a lot about her unless it's from Harry. Final question, then. Always grateful to both of you. Uh, was he right to deny Fergie an invite, Charles, in your mind, quickly? No. No, I was really surprised. I thought Fergie should have come. She was invited to the Queen's funeral, quite rightly. She should have been invited to the coronation. It's a shame. He invited her for Christmas at Sandringham. Why not to the coronation? Uh, listen, both of you, thank you so, so much. Emily Andrews, Kinsey Schofield, on the countdown to the coronation in the week before, we'll have those two reprobates every single night. Thank you so much, indeed. Right.